0: Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. We're still at the St. Paul Ice Show, last day of the show, and we're coming in and talking to some great people. Today we got Tim Zwig from Ion Augers. You're a pro staffer with Ion and Eskimo, and we appreciate you coming on, Tim thank you today we want to talk to you about scouting from home this is something that you do quite a bit to figure out where you're going to go fishing tell us kind of about your process and how you prepare to go ice fishing before you even leave your house so it's something I
1: do a lot of I spend a lot of time on my phone I've got an app on my phone I also have it on my computer but it's Navionics uh, lake map app and I use that to look at different lakes what it shows me is it shows me all the different structure on the lake I can look at the lake I can see where the boat accesses are I can see what the look lake looks like for structure I can look at humps I can look at holes I can look at underwater points and that gives me a very clear picture of what the lake's gonna look like Before I ever have to wet a line um, I spend a lot of time looking at that different lakes whether it's lakes I'm gonna fish or not it's just a very useful application
0: and, w- and when you're Ice fishing. What are you generally targeting, Tim?
1: I'm a walleye guy, so I target walleyes. I'm, I'm looking at underwater humps or holes or underwater points. But I'm primarily a walleye guy. I do chase panfish now and again, but my love is chasing the walleyes.
0: Yeah. So what are you looking for for structure when you're looking at these maps?
1: So I'm going to look at underwater humps or, or if I fish Mille Lacs Lake, which I spend a lot of time on, there's lots of mud flats out there. Um, I'll target those because the fish are going to hang on and off the edges of the mud sometimes they'll be up on top but it just shows me a great picture of what the lake looks like down there
0: and there's a lot of a lot of that type of structure in some of the lakes you're looking at a lot of stuff to the kind of the the newbie eye may look the same as as others what distinctive features of these things are you picking out what are you going okay this mud flap may be better than another mud flat how are you determining that
1: so I like the real quick drop the real steep drop it might go from uh, 25 foot on top down to 30 feet on the bottom of the mud flat not a real gradual you know takes 300 yards or more to drop off from that 25 to
0: 30 feet I like the real steep brake lines and when you're finding those brake lines in your you're building your plan how do you put that plan together from your kitchen from your kitchen table to go out there so
1: I'll do a number of different things besides looking at the uh, uh Navionics app is I'll pull up the DNR website because they've got stocking reports on the different lakes and they also have their uh, their uh, test nets what what kind of fish are in there and I'll look at that too before I ever hit the water I'll look at the DNR Uh, Site and see what have they been pulling out of there in their test nets, you know And they they have a list of how many fish that they pull out per net And then it compares it to other local lakes, too So many times I'll take a lake that I fish frequently and I know the lake and I'll look at its test nets then I'll look at a new lake and compare the test nets like whoa here's an example of a lake that you know it has a few walleyes in it I know what I've caught in there well here's this lake five miles down the road that I've never fished and look at the test nets it's pulling out of there and then it has size ranges number of fish in each size range as well so it you know might tell you oh there's hundreds of fish uh, in the under six inch range and there's you know a few fish over 25 inches and tons of say 14 to 18 inch fish and it's like those are great eaters so I'll go target that lake and you know so I know what the DNR is pulling out of there it's got a date on how old that uh, test net was and then I'll start looking at the structure to see what I want to target for that lake.
0: How do you get that data that you collect and convert it into a real-time plan for when you get on the ice so
1: once I I decide what lake I'm going for I've I've seen what kind of uh, minnows are in there what they're we know what kind of forage fish are in there so I have a general idea of what I want to take for bait what I'm gonna use are we gonna go with shiners are we gonna use fat heads you know what are we gonna use then I get out to the lake and I've assessed where i think my starting point is going to be okay it's it's morning it's dark time fish are going to be up shallow i'm going to go on the top side of the uh hump and start targeting up there, they're gonna slide deeper as the day progresses and the sun comes up. But I'm gonna start up high. I have a good idea of where I want to go because I've been looking at my Navionics app and I've got some GPS points where my good starting point are. And actually I have a portable GPS as well. Some people just use their phones. I'm I I still use my portable GPS. So once I figured out where I want to go I'm gonna punch that into my GPS that I take with me whether I'm in my truck or on a snowmobile or on my Uh, Ranger side by side as well I'll uh, know where I'm gonna go and what my starting point is so then I'm gonna get once I get out to the lake I'm gonna drill some holes and see what I'm looking for I, I already know that the spot I'm in is the spot I was targeting you know this is the top of the hump or this is the bottom of the hump so I know that already but then I'm gonna start drilling some holes see if I can mark some fish see what's down there
0: what happens if you get there you're on the spot that you think is right and what you hope was there isn't there
1: well a lot of times that happens you know what you hope was there it's not what what you thought it was gonna be you know maybe there's nothing there maybe it's just it's too much mud maybe the water's dirty Um, then I'm I'm gonna move around a little bit I never have just a single spot I'm gonna go to you know I might target a number of underwater humps or a number of underwater points so I, I have in the back of my mind okay over here was this spot that I thought looked good I've got that spot over there that looked good I've got maybe a midday deep water spot I'm interested in and I've got my my morning and and, uh, evening spots that are shallower that I'm gonna be interested in then there there's the whole rock thing too you know I'll target rock humps and rocks and boulders depending on how big the rocks are in the lake
0: yeah so you've got a plan A you got a plan B you got a plan C yeah how far does it go
1: uh, it depends I mean you can get down to plan D E and F it you know sometimes you hit it just right you you figured it all out and your number one spot produces and you can sit there and you can fish all day and do what you thought you wanted to do and what you hope to do and you can fish all day and catch fish other times you got to move to different different spots different
0: plans yeah so when you're out there walleye fishing and the fish are moving throughout the day do you go in there with a plan for okay this is where I'm gonna go for morning this is where I'm gonna go afternoon this is where I'm gonna go in the evening how do you kind of break that up and, and decide how and where are you are gonna fish throughout the day
1: well like I said I'll start shallow in the morning and I'll end shallow in the evening and as the day progresses and the Sun comes up and the fish mice may, may quit biting I'm gonna to move to the deeper spots where you know cuz the walleye come up and they feel like they can target the they've got very good eyesight they can target the prey fish which kind of had a hideout in the shallow water and the walleyes can prey on them in the dark water dark of the day then as the sun comes up I'm going to target the deeper water deeper water awesome
0: Tim when you do this is this something where you drive by a lake and go oh, I wonder what that is or And and I think the answer is going to be both here, but maybe give me some examples of both where you drive by a lake And go, I wonder what that's all about or maybe you're just sitting in the chair one night and looking and go, boy This is a place that I should go.
1: You know, that's that's a double-edged sword Sometimes you talk to your buddies, and you know they might share what they're doing They might not they're not gonna give you depends on how good a buddy you are if they're gonna give you the spot Or maybe they'll tell you the lake, but I've done both. I have a buddy say, you know, we're really hammering fish out here. They may not give you a lot of information, but they just say, you know, we're really hammering the fish here. So then, you know, I might pull up the the lake map. I'll pull out the uh, DNR uh, test net. There's other times where there's a lake I used to drive by on the way to my cabin all the time. I drove by it every weekend on the way up on the way back and i'd see boats there but i had never fished it so one day out of the blue i pulled up the dnr test net and it's like holy buckets look at the number of walleyes that are in that lake and uh, then start researching it that way there's another thing i've used Um, we all get outdoor news and they have every week they have the lake of the week and they'll have a a multi-paragraph uh, report on that lake and what's going on that lake and they've got a, a very basic uh, map of the lake and what the structure is and you know sometimes if it's a lake that you know I'll read the, the report and say, like, well, that kind of interests me I'll do some more research on that and kind of say okay is that a lake I want to go visit or you know what do I want to do there
0: sure how many new lakes a season do you think that you explore
1: I bet i could get in the 15 category you really know, 15 different lakes that we go you know there's been weekends when we're out ice fishing and we might hit three different lakes just because you know what the first one didn't pan out we got down to plan d e and f and we weren't interested so we went over to this other lake and you know did some poking around so you you make a habit of this this is something that you do i i do it fairly often i'm not going to say a, i'm a every weekend guy right but
0: I mean, you make a habit of going out and and exploring new waters. You're not the guy that goes and, yeah, this is my spot and this is where I'm going all the time. That's right.
1: I I make a habit of checking out new lakes.
0: And what's that like for you? I mean, how how do you What why does that make you tick? Well, you know, it makes
1: you tick because it's like, all right, I I researched the lake however I did the research, I did what I wanted to do. I put together a plan, I got out to the lake and the plan came together and that that's awesome. That's a feel good. Yep, I can do it. I can figure out this lake and I can get out there and I can do what I set my mind to do and it happened. You know, there's times it doesn't happen, but the, the, the big feel good as i put the plan together i
0: went out and i was able to catch the fish yeah so what would your advice be to someone who wants to start doing this and getting out and kind of expanding their horizons
1: well, I think if you want to use the Navionics app, that's a, that's a great app. I think it runs about $20 or $25. I've had it on my phone for years. I've had it on a number of different phones. And download that app on your phone. Play with it. Get familiar with it. Because you can use it to drop waypoints and whatnot. You can drop uh, tracks and stuff. You can even even set the water uh, depths to different colors. They've, they've come that far lately where they can change the depth colors and start playing with that app and then get on your DNR website and see what they have for test nets you know just simple stuff and that's before you ever wet a line before you ever hit the bait shop to say hey what's happening
0: up here on Lake X you know tell me some about something about some of your tools that you're using when you're on the ice what are some of your kind of your go-to gadgets for ice fishing?
1: So, my go-to gadgets, I use a Vexlar. I've got an FLX28. Um, I like that. I I used to use a Hummingbird and I really liked the bird because it was the size of the screen. I used an X or a Hummingbird 55 Flasher. Had a very large screen. I I wore glasses and having that large screen was very nice. I did switch to the Vexlar here a few years ago. I like the zoom capabilities on that and then I do have a camera I have a an aqua view camera that fits in my pocket that I'll drop down occasionally to see you know what is down there okay I'm marking fish how come I'm not catching them what are they oh they're suckers or oh you know they're carp what are they what what's down there how come these fish aren't biting and also I'll use that camera to see what what the structure really is is it really a soft muddy bottom or
0: what is it Tim is there something that you haven't got a chance to share I haven't asked you about that you think is important well obviously I'm on the Eskimo Ion Pro Staff
1: I love my Ion Uh, ice auger i've been using the ion x for several years now it's lightweight i can drag it out on the ice and i can drill many holes with it and it's it it weighs 22 pounds i can uh, drill as many holes as i want and not have a sore back from lugging around my 30 pound auger now something new this year that i'm really excited to get on the water or on the ice is the ion g2 auger which comes in at 17 pounds i'm not getting any younger and the moggers are not getting any lighter for me so i'm really excited to use this ion g2 that weighs 17 pounds it should just scream through the ice
0: awesome good luck out on the water and uh, I think the way you're fishing is really cool getting out there and trying out some new places seeing some different faces seeing some different fish different points different rock ledges different mud flats. that's awesome sounds good awesome Tim thank you thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll talk to you next time thanks for listening to the fish house nation podcast presented by catch cover For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.